Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 1935, Why Don't Save Journals or Other Sentimental Items, by Courtney Carver of BeMoreWithLess.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Monday, and welcome back to Optimal Living Daily, or the OLD podcast, where I read to you from some of the best blogs I can find and get permission from, mostly covering personal development and minimalism on this show. We cover a bunch of other topics in the Optimal Living Daily podcast network, which includes five other shows, Definitely subscribe to those if you like this one. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this to find those. For now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Why I Don't Save Journals or Other Sentimental Items by Courtney Carver of BeMoreWithLess.com I recently wrote about burning or shredding my journals. When I'm journaling, I'm not doing it to record history, come up with book ideas, or anything else that may be worth sharing someday. It's rare that I even reread anything I journal. Why it's important to journal your thoughts. The reason I journal is to declutter my mind. Instead of letting all of those ideas and fears and worries run around in my brain, I leave them on the page. Sometimes they stay there and sometimes they don't, but usually if I keep writing them out, they dissipate. I write about other thoughts and feelings too, but even the good ones get heavy if I hold on to them too tightly. Writing them down helps me feel light, and it makes room for more creative ideas, more clarity when making decisions, and a better understanding of how thoughts and feelings impact my physical and mental health. Why I don't save journals and other sentimental items. There are a few reasons I don't save my journals. Number one, Living amongst those words I wrote, even though they are off my mind, can feel heavy. I don't think about them all the time, but knowing a year's worth of daily writing is hanging out in a notebook close by isn't comforting for me. All those things happened. I experienced them and felt them. Then I thought about them, wrote about them, and dissected them. And now, it's time to let them go. Number two, the things I wrote in journals are not for anyone else. I don't worry about anyone reading my journals while I'm alive and while I expect to be alive for a long time. I understand that my mortality isn't in my control. I don't want my journals left behind when I'm gone. That's how I feel about most of my stuff. It's hard enough to lose someone you love, but to then have to go through their stuff and make decisions you don't know how to make feels impossible. Removing some of those decisions seems like a loving thing to do. But how do you preserve the meaning of life? Here's an email exchange publishing with permission with someone who reached out about shredding my journals and the meaning of life. Quote, Hi Courtney, 
In one of your recent posts, you wrote, one of the reasons I shred or burn my journals is to symbolically let go of my stories of stress, pain, and drama. This allows me to focus on what's happening right now instead of what I thought was happening in the past. I love the idea of shredding my journals, but I have this tight hold on all of them, as I do on all of my memorabilia items that I choose to keep. I feel like if they disappear, then I will disappear, like they are proof of my life and thoughts and goals, etc. That is where all the meaning is. I can't seem to let go of them because then it'll mean I don't exist and I lose everything. Any suggestions or words to share to focus on the present and look to the future and not be afraid to let go of these reflections of the past? It's really, really, really hard to let go. How do I separate the meaning of life from these things that are just reflections I've collected along the way? Thank you, Christina, end quote. I knew how Christina was feeling. I used to feel the same way. I started saving my memories as proof of life in elementary school. I kept saving them through school and adulthood. I moved them from apartment to apartment and home to home. Even when I started to declutter and live more simply, I didn't consider letting go of my sentimental items. And then when there was nothing left to let go of, I took another look at the sentimental stuff. I wasn't displaying it or enjoying it. I was just saving it, saving it as proof that I had lived. Quote, hi, Christina. I can appreciate how you feel and I'm glad you shared this with me. It took me a while to figure this out for myself, but once I did, letting go got so much easier. The meaning of my life is not in what I save or keep, it's in how I live. The meaning is the living. So now I live instead of proving that I've lived by the stuff I saved. Love, Courtney, end quote. In other words, instead of proving that you have lived, live. Instead of proving that you have loved, love. You just listened to the post titled, Why I Don't Save Journals or Other Sentimental Items by Corny Carver of BeMoreLess.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Take it to Courtney, this is a tough one. I'd be interested to know if you, well, first of all, even wrote in a journal, and then second, if you held on to it. I can kind of see the argument that, you know, future generations could see a peek into your life or something like that. But honestly, the stuff that goes into a journal, I don't think most people would want out there forever. A blog, on the other hand, or podcasts, that to me makes sense because like Courtney mentioned, it's made for other people to enjoy and benefit from, unlike a journal. The only exception I can think of is a title shared recently, actually, in Wednesday's episode, a book called Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. It was supposedly written as a journal, and for him only, but it turned into a super wise book of lessons from one of the most powerful people in the world at the time. 
But really, that's like one in a billion journals that ends up being that mind-blowing. No offense, but yours and my personal journals probably aren't going to be studied for thousands of years. Again, if you want that, you could publish something online instead. And then the other piece of going back and looking at it, me too, very rarely have I done that with journals that I started over 20 years ago. And when I do, there's just a lot of fluff and weird stuff that I really don't wanna go through all over again. I have more of a uh, reaction to it than a more nostalgic one. There's an occasional gem, but that for me doesn't make up for the heaviness that she talks about. It can actually feel mentally and emotionally exhausting to go through old journals. And again, for me, not worth the very rare gem that happens to pop up. It's okay to leave it in the past, but no judgment if you're holding onto your journals. I'd be happy to hear your perspective, so feel free to share. Have a great rest of your day and start to your week, and I'll be back tomorrow reading to you where optimal life awaits.